Guys, um, hi, welcome to Blackness and Dragons. We are a D&D 5e actual play. This season, our theme is vampires. I'm Jordan. I am the game master. My pronouns are she, her. If I'm not here playing games on Q Times, you can find me playing games on Exquisite Presents or Fresh Out the Podcast or talking about pop culture on Smells Like Teen Angst. Um, I'm going to save my next note for later. You know who doesn't have a note for later? Kiki. Uh, I have plenty of notes, but <laughs> I guess I could keep that to myself. I'm Kiki. I play Viola. And I have notes. You know who else probably has notes? My guy, Jeff. I do have notes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good and check. Back to you, DK. It was never just to you, not back to you. You, you. Thank you, Jeff. An illuminating report. Hi, hello. I'm DK. Uh, you can find me at Abba Darlings on Twitter. And on Tuesday nights, you can find me here playing Perdition Argent, who may or may not have eyebrows at any given time. You know who always has eyebrows? My pal Moses. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that riveting report, DK. Um, yeah, for, for sports, um, I think the Astros won um, at some point. Um, I think football is also being played. And then uh, nobody cares about soccer. Take it away, Jordan. Uh, and with the weather, it's going to rain. Um, my note for later was that I just want to give everyone in this group an inspiration because the green room was lit this evening. We only took one week off and I really missed you guys. There were lots of jokes said before we went live that we cannot repeat on air, but trust me, they were funny. So everyone gets a free inspiration. And you know what? I'm even going to give Jake an audience inspiration. So when you see fit, Jake, you just gift that to someone, uh, our Black history quote of the day comes from Martin Luther King, uh, and it says, the right to vote is the crown jewel of American liberties. I really hope that everyone took their time today to do their civic duty and vote. Uh, Blackness and Dragons by Existence is a very political show. We take that shit real seriously. So I hope you voted. And if you didn't, you don't get to watch us tonight. You turn the stream off because you're in trouble. Mom put you in timeout. Does anybody want to try and recap last time we played for an inspiration? Can I do it? Go ahead. So, we walked. Like, it was awful. We walked and we walked to, like, this forest. But before we got there, there was this man with a crossbow just, like, sitting real hillbilly outside of his house. And he gave us literally no information other than if you go into that forest, you ain't coming back out. But you know us, we're like goofies of the night, so we wasn't scared. <laughs> so we go, you know, hunting around. We're trying to just, you know, find some, I guess, like supplies for perdition. And we go into this cave and we start hearing like hoo and like it smells like rotten bodies and it's real nasty. 
Um, anyway, we encounter some weird owl, bear, crazy looking thingies. Um, I'm not for that animal violence. So we left on the real sly and um, we got what we came for, but definitely not interested in going back. And like, that was basically the gist of it, right? Yes, take your inspiration. Um, <laughs> that pretty much was last week's episode. You guys are still very um, confused with the king. You have questions for him. It's been a few weeks and you haven't been able to get in contact with him. Um, and it's been a few weeks, one or two of quiet living outside of the night clinic. If you remember, Dr. Kevin Smith did call a family meeting and ask if he could do some good and open a night clinic and run it out of um, the Metro Scrub Manor. And you all agreed. And even though this is supposed to be his side project and his thing to do in the evenings, it is somehow keeping all of you busy. Uh, and that's where we're gonna begin this episode with Confession Cam. We're gonna start with Igor uh, talking about his work in the night clinic. <clears throat> Igor not nurse, Igor not doctor, Igor somehow always helping in night clinic. Igor do cleaning, anesthesia. He just help where he can. You know, Igor good guy. He want to see people be good. Uh, Dr. Kevin Smith do good things or try to anyway. Uh, Dr. Smith? You know, uh, I really feel like this is a new start for us because not that I'm um, not on board with all of the killing and firstborn kidnapping, but uh, I just think if the scale tips one way, sometimes you just need to very gently ask the scale to balance out. Uh, and, you know, I think everyone would agree that we're all having fun. Uh, Perdition? I am not having fun. Not a doctor, not a nurse. I am a scientist and a monster hunter, and somehow I find myself caring for the sick and the weak. And uh, but listen, it's all it's all very good to do good things, but there are different types of good things, and some of them involve me getting to play with explosives and not cleaning wounds, and I much prefer that to what is happening currently. Very happy for Dr. Kevin Smith, though. Batty? Um... Batty is sitting in the chair, uh, sort of slumped over with a book in hand. And it's not really explained as to why you can hear this, but Batty's not talking, but you hear Batty's thoughts as he proceeds to read his book. Claudius, and can you, by no drift of circumstance, <laughs> get him from why he puts on this confusion? Greatly so, harshing, all, all the days of quiet, Rosencrans, that's a weird way of spelling it, uh, he does confess. He feels himself distracted, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> you know, it's been some meals on wheels situations over here, and I'm feeling it, you know? I don't have to leave the house for a snack in a while. So, you know, it may stink like peasant in here, but 
it's flowing, baby. It's flowing. Uh, the confession cam goes back to Igor very quickly, and he's like, and Igor doesn't know how long it's going to take Dr. Smith to realize that Beulah has been snacking, but it won't be pretty when it all goes down. Igor does not want to be home for that. Uh, and the camera pulls out, and it is an evening in the night clinic. There are some patients lined up outside, um, and... Dr. Smith is finishing up looking at someone, you know, like a regular looking peasant, nothing particularly special about them. And the next peasant that walks in is very large, like a very large person, uh, about 6'3", just built and like, like a Jason Momoa type situation, um, surrounded by four friends who are also pretty built uh, and good looking of, of mixed gender representation. Um, but just all lovely looking people. Uh, and Igor helps the, the first patient leave and says, Dr. Smith, your next patient is here, uh, complaining about stomach problems. Okay, I'm gonna start with some easy questions. Uh, what have you eaten recently? And the Jason Momoa type, uh, waves and sits down and uh his friends kind of back off but they don't necessarily leave the room and he looks at you and he says you know the usual uh some meat cheeses meats and cheeses together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cheeses and meats little bread okay um I'm going to uh, roll insight just to see if I can get any insight into uh, the problem. Um, with a 19. On a 19, you don't have any insight into what is wrong with this patient, mm -hmm. but you do realize that the way that they're looking around, they're kind of looking at their friends and then looking back at you before they answer. Um, they'd probably be more comfortable talking to you if they were alone. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, I pick up on that and I'm like, um, do you mind if your friends uh, leave for a moment? Sometimes, you know, it uh, gets a little crowded in here. And if you have something infectious, I want to make sure it doesn't spread any further. And one of the larger femme looking ones is like, Anything you got to say to our boy, you can say to us. We travel as a group. Okay. Well, um, if that's the case, uh, it does seem like uh, there's something that I um, am not necessarily picking up on. You know, it, it, I'm a doctor and I am bound by my oaths. So uh, if there is something uh, in particular that is bothering you, or something new, uh, like a new change in your life, just know that these square walls are as safe as safe can be. And one of the other friends looks at you and says, why would you use the word change? I, what? Who said something about changing? He said his stomach hurts. Uh, no, I, um, you know, just want to make, uh, you know, there are so many things, you know, that could uh, create... Um, any uh, uh, issues. And, you know, sometimes it's a little thing that we don't even recognize. Um, I'm going to cast a Zone of Truth. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and it's, you know, it's been a second, so let me just remember uh, how that works. Um, so creating a, a magical zone that uh, guards against deception. Um, they uh, have to make a charisma uh, saving throw. Um, and uh, if they fail, then they cannot speak a deliberate lie. Uh, hang on. My mouse died, guys. Give me a second. Oh, no. There it goes. Uh, I knew I didn't have something open. It's the dice roller. Uh-oh. Don't worry. I'll just roll for you. One. Hey, hey, hey. We're not doing that. It, funnily enough, was the one. Um, How did Tim go? Uh, not good. I'm just going to tell you that my spell save DC is a 15. All right. So um, you cast a zone of truth on the sly. And before you can ask another question, there is a large boom noise that comes from across the manor. It sounds like it's come from Perdition's study. Um, Perdition, would you like to say anything before I say the next thing? You know, sometimes in the pursuit of uh, new ideas, brave, bold new ideas, accidents happen. And we should all be very cool and very calm about it. Uh, and you say that loudly across the house. Like, you scream that across the house. And Igor says, uh, Igor, come check. Be there in a second. And Igor runs out of the room, and the other four friends who were there with this man get very curious, and they turn to look and kind of slowly start to follow Igor because curiosity is getting the better of them. Um, well, I guess, so there's one person left with me, correct? Yeah, the patient is left with you. I'm like, well, now that your friends are gone, if there is anything you want to tell old Doc, uh, feel free to. His whole demeanor changes and he breaks out into a cold sweat, basically gets down on his knees. It's like, Doc, you gotta help me. You gotta help me. It happened. It happened. You said the <clears> word <throat> and it's true. And you gotta, I don't want to be like this. I can't be like this forever. I can't do it. Um, ooh, I'm just gonna throw out a guess. Uh, like, canthropy? This is set in character. I, what? I don't know what that word means. Uh, turning into some sort of like were creature, were wolf, were aardvark, uh, were turtle, uh, were shark. I wish um, it was a turtle. I wish the meats and cheeses. You don't. You don't want the kind of meats I've been eating, Doc. I. I mean, I. I could imagine. I have some friends who are into some pretty interesting things. So, again, within these four walls, no judgment. You can consider this a judgment-free zone, but it is. A zone of truth. Hey, oh, take that inspiration. That's been a rough week, guys. <laughs> them out like candy. <laughs> um, made it Halloween. Um, num, 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 num. What are what are Beulah and Batty up to right now? Um. Uh, probably reading. More of my book, like, upside down now, so I'm yeah. probably just, like, really deep in my thought. Uh, I'm aware that people are there, but I'm not paying attention. 
Okay. Um, I'm stealthily from a corner looking at the big men because big men. <laughs> Can anyone who is near the big men, which would be uh, Dr. Kevin Smith, Beulah, and Perdition, roll... Let's call that perception. I'll do that. I think my perception's pretty high. Uh, I rolled a five, so I can only assume that the smoke is too thick for me to see anything. Yes. Mine's yeah. 18 plus eight, so that's a 26. I rolled an 18 plus seven, so that's a measly 25. Oh, goodness. <laughs> So, with a 25 and a 27, Batty is too caught up reading his book. Perdition is uh, surrounded by a cloud of smoke because of the big boom. Um, but Beulah and Dr. Smith, you guys both have a moment where you look at the big men in front of you, and then you look out the window, and you look at the big men in front of you, and you look out the window again, and the clouds begin to break. And you realize that they were covering a very full moon. Um, may I, I like dog in here? Say one thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I'm I'm trying to continue my my bit of predicting the monster. Um, was it foreshadowing that your mouse died? No. Oh, they're not they're not <laughs> were rats. Okay, I thought the no. moon cheese. Darn it. Uh, no, that yeah, was legitimately yeah. just, that was literally that the I have not charged my wireless mouse since last week. Um, sorry, I'm trying to roll some dice really quick because I have you guys' uh, hang on, be a moment. We are not about to fight like where pirates, <laughs> whatever these are in the house, are we? Because that's where we'll fight. Look at how excited she is. <laughs> um, so I would like to have that last comment in character. You look at the window, look at the big men, look at the window, look at the big men. The clouds break, the full moon, the light of the moon eliminates the inside of the home. And Beulah looks at these big men again and they start shaking and they kind of start growling. And the one next to Kevin Smith is like, Doc, Doc, I don't want this. I don't want it. I don't want it as he, you know, starts to shake uncontrollably. And you start to hear stitches on clothes pop the way that you do on TV. And Beulah says, We are not about to fight no nasty wear creatures in this house. And one of them turns to look at you and says, We're not nasty! And all five of them shift into werewolf form. Oh, why do we always have to bring such gross things in our home? Like... Uh, and because <laughs> because you had that such a good line, uh, Viola, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. So let me just check if I have any silver or and I can't I don't have oh I do have a silver cross in my backpack 
Hmm. All right. I'm not going to play with that. I mean, they're animals. Can I just cast animal friendship and we can all be cool? Not on these. It doesn't work that way. They're not, they are humanoids. They're medium humanoids. Um, so it would, animal friendship would not help. All right. Well, I'm just going to, you know, forcefully bludgeon the closest werewolf in the head and say bad dog. <laughs> give, me, give me some dice rolls. Um, that's a seven. Uh, seven don't hit. Don't hit. Nobody does it. Can I no. use an aspiration? Yeah, I go ahead. You already something. have two. Thirteen. Ain't nobody. Thirteen, no 13, 13 hits. Give me some damage. Okay. Four. Da, 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 da. Thirteen. All right. Uh, Thirteen points of damage. Tell me what happens when you hit this werewolf and say bad dog. So I walk up with my staff. Um, I see them shifting and starting to crouch down into dog form. And I don't like when people get loud in the house. So I hit swiftly the closest one in the head with my staff. And I say, no, bad dog. And he goes, oh, he doesn't like that. Um, next up in our initiative order would be Dish. Dish is beside herself with joy, uh, and steps out of the cloud of smoke holding a lightweight silver crossbow. Uh, it is her family crossbow. It's a family heirloom. It's been in the family for a couple hundred years, and she did happen to take it with her when she was spirited away. Uh, and she is literally just under her breath to herself, very excitedly, just going to say, well, I will fight. Uh, and is going to slice her hand on the tip of an arrow and rub her own blood on her crossbow to invoke a blood maledict. Uh, I, take, I take a d6 of damage, which I'll do in a second. Uh, and now it's now I'm going to fuck this werewolf up. I want to hit the one that is furthest from me. So the one, like whatever one is in the back. Okay. That's a 16 for the first one. That hits, yeah. That's an eight, so probably not. So just one. Yeah, you hit one. But that's okay because uh, they take one d6 of, or they take seven damage from the dice itself and then they take an additional four force damage. Hang on. I can't do math. All right, got it. Um, it would now be Batty's turn. These wolves rolled terribly. Um, I imagine Batty hears the howls and kind of gets startled and begins to close the book, but like in his head, you hear Hamlet. Ha ha, are you honest, Ophelia? My lord. Hamlet, are you fair? And he closes the book and puts a little dog here. He's like, Ugh. Whatever. Ain't nobody telling me to be fighting. No. 
werewolves now. And I'm going to try to dragon breath the first one I see from my little rafters. Um, oh, it's a deck saving throw. So you got to throw a, a deck saving throw. Let's see. Do I get anything? Oh, I get a plus one. Ooh, that's a dirty 20. Damn. I'm two in the book right now, trying to catch up on a really riveting story that I, I apparently miss. Yeah. Uh, the werewolf does like a barrel roll. I don't remember what you call it when a human does that, but y'all know what I'm talking about. He barrel rolls out the way. Dodge. Uh, dodging. Dodging. He dodges. When you said barrel uh, roll, I just see like musical. Like. <laughs> um, and as all this is happening, Igor is like, no, Igor just cleaned house. How do they make mess in good house? Oh, Igor is upset. And Igor is actually going to join in combat this evening. The man, the absolute legend. <laughs> And he uh, is going to, let's see, what did I give him? Uh, he is honestly just going to, he's just going to do a bludgeon and see how that, how that rolls out for him because he's just so irritated. Uh, that somebody's trying to mess up his good home. Oof, and he rolled a seven. Igor is not very tall. He is a home, a house ghoul. Um, he was probably a dwarf before he was turned into a ghoul. So he tries to hit with all his might, but just doesn't have the range. Um, so we're now going to go to the first wolf's turn, and that's going to be the wolf that Dish uh, hit. And he is going to run. There's no limitation, I think, on how his movement, besides like regular humanoid movement. Um, and I don't really track movement that hard anyway as a DM. So he's going to get up close to Dish and try to do a bite attack. But I don't think a nine's going to do anything, right? Uh, my AC is 14. Yeah, so he just gets up close and is just just biting the air, but not really doing anything. Um, that <laughs> I'm edging just like into his range, just so he can get close enough to bite, and then backing up. I'm having a great time. Yeah, you are. You're so excited. This is the best day of your life. Werewolf fight. <laughs> uh, the next wolf's turn. He's going to go after Batty and attempt to do the same thing. Bite attack. Another nine doesn't do anything, right? Yeah, AC is 14, so nothing. They're just they're just snapping, snapping their jowls and doing nothing. Um, and that brings us to Dr. Kevin Smith. Um, so uh, I look to my patient who um, is now a wolf uh, or full werewolf. Yeah, actually, he's always been a werewolf. Well, need to check my understanding of you know other people's experiences. Uh, so I learned a personal lesson, um, and I say, "Give me just a second. Uh, and I cast banishment, um, just to you know hopefully give him some time to uh, to 
uh, not be there. Um, bu- 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 uh, Christmas saving throw, DC 15. Or he's Spanish. He rolled a good old five. So yeah, you have banished him somewhere else. That just takes him right off the board. Perfect. Uh, just some harmless plane of existence, hopefully. Uh, so uh, I'm like, hey guys, um, these are technically my uh, uh, patients. So can we not kill them, please? Is that okay? Just like checking in with everybody. Can we not kill my patients? If I kill them, I can't fight them. Of course I'm not going to kill them. Okay, thank you. That's my turn. <laughs> we are up to the top of the combat. There's a wolf who is injured but has not got to, gotten to take a turn. That's the one that Beulah just whacked uh, in the head. And he's upset about it. So he's going to try and do a some claw damage up at Beulah. Um, but he rolled a 13. So that does hit. So he starts scratching Beulah uh, and does 10 damage. Oh, you filthy flea bag. I am um, going to hurt you. It is your turn, so. I'm going to cast Summon Beast, and I'm going to create not just a wolf, but a big-ass wolf that is going to fight this wolf with me. Get him. <laughs> Power of friendship. Power of friendship. And my wolf is gonna get down and growl and go straight for this guy's throat. <laughs> I'd attack. And while he's doing that, I am going to whip out my daggers and because I can double attack with them yeah. straight for the top of his neck. Good job, killer. Just like, no killing. <laughs> what do you mean um, I can't kill him? Oh, give me some rolls, please. Okay, great. And yeah. as you're doing that, I just want to let everybody know that chat is now having a discussion about Twilight. And if anyone in this room watching this stream, however we want to call this, spending time with us is not aware, uh, Kiki and I actually hosted, hosted, do host a Twilight podcast where we reread the books and rewatched all of the movies as adults to see if it held up or not. And I gotta say, I usually hate the sound of my own voice, but our podcast is so entertaining that I've listened to it myself at least twice. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. And I don't know why it's funny, but it is funny. Because we just shoot the shit on that thing. Yeah. We actually do analyze the book and the movie. Like, technically, we went to school for that kind of stuff. But also, we just shoot the shit. Yup. 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 Okay. So. That's La, 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 la. 1d8 plus 4. La, 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 la. Sorry. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. No, that's just 12. Um, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 9 and 13. 
nine and 13 is 22. Well, nine for the wolf. Yeah. For me. Yeah, it's all, all the damage is going to go together. But that is 22, right, Jeff? Uh, yeah. Uh, nine and 13? Yeah. 32. Yep. Probably. Yep. Jeff could say any number. We talked about this in the green room. Jeff could say any number. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff knows math. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me just pull out my calculator real quick. And... I pulled out my fingers. 63. <laughs> Jeff knows math. I hope that nobody ever drags me for the fact that it, I have to use my fingers to count seven plus four. Listen, anytime we have to do combat, I have a calculator app open as well as whatever we're doing because I don't know. Um, okay, so that werewolf is not dead, but it's also not doing well either. So at a certain point, we are going to have to have a discussion about what we would like to do because Dr. Kevin Smith does not want his patients or patient adjacents to die. It'll be uh, okay. Dish, you're up. Uh, Dish sort of holds up a finger to the one that's snapping in her face and looks over her shoulder at Dr. Kevin Smith and says, I promise I'm not going to kill them, but they are sort of feral in our home where our things are and where my laboratory is. So going to deal with this just very quickly. Um, and she is going to reach into one of her like pockets or pouches and pull out something she grabbed from her lab. Uh, and brings her hand up in front of her face and is going to pocket sand this motherfucker with Wolfsbane and reach inside of him, and I'm going to cast Bad Blood. Uh, I'm attempting to corrupt its blood with this Wolfsbane. It has to make a con saving throw of 14, or it is poisoned for the duration. Yeah, that was an 8. So you tell me what happens. Alrighty, so little buddy is gonna take eight points of damage and is poisoned for the duration, and then at the end of each of its turn, it can make another save. If it fails, it takes another 2d4. Oh, sweet neblets. Um... All right, so it's cool. not a lot of damage, but he's going to be busy for a little bit. Yeah, he's going to—he's he has a—he's got things to do. Uh, it is Igor's turn. He is going to again attempt to. I built this sheet super weird, guys. I wasn't really. I wasn't I wasn't firing off all cylinders when I did it. Um, he can do two weapon combat, so he is going to grab his broom and his dustpan, and kind of like Tom and Jerry, like smashed somebody's head at the same time, like one of the wolves' heads, uh, with the with the dustpan on one side and the broom on the other. Um, and Igor rolled a 15, which absolutely hits. So he just goes to the nearest wolf, and he's like, not in the house, please! And uh, <laughs> hits, and Igor does uh, 12 damage. So uh, he, he's powerful. Cleaning up after y'all has got him some strong old biceps. Um, it is the poisoned wolf's turn. So he's going to attempt to bite attack. 
he rolled a 10. That does not do anything against Dish. And now he has to do what? Two D4s, you said? Uh, another con save. If he uh, saves, then nothing happens and the spell ends. If he fails, he takes another 2D4. 17. Yeah, so he's the spell ends. All right, cool. So he's back in business. Uh, this next wolf is going to try and bite attack Batty. Rolled a 12. That doesn't do anything. Uh, Dr. Smith, you're up. Uh, so, um, I cast, uh, Spiritual Weapon as a bonus action, um, and, uh, instead of the normal spear, it turns into one of those, like, uh, plastic squeaky hammers, um, yeah. and, uh, so I, uh, spiritually bonk, uh, the one that Kiki's been attacking, um, and, do mm -hmm. let's see... Uh, does a 19 hit? Yes, a 19 hits, and it puts this wolf basically right at Beth's door. So what would you like, how would you like to proceed? Uh, so, uh, is it at zero HP? No. Uh, hmm. So, um, uh, I will, um, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm fine with, uh, what's about to happen. Um, I cast, uh, Sacred Flame very gently. Uh, and tell me, tell me what you would like to happen next, please. Um, so, um, I'm just gonna do my best, uh, mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, um, uh, just gently sacred flame it, um, and hopefully not do, uh, more damage, uh, than it currently has, uh, in hit points, uh, or than its max hit points. And it should be fine. Uh, I need you to remember, I'm a doctor. So I'm pretty sure I can uh, sacred flame somebody uh, and not kill them. Uh, just gonna drop them to zero H points. No, uh, let's kill them. Let's kill them. We're not gonna kill uh, them. Jason in chat said, "I burn him with radiant magical holy fire." Dot dot dot. Non lethally. Yeah. See, yeah, Jason gets it. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> also, thanks for voting. Um. um so that, that one's down to zero HP. You have not killed it. It's just out of the fight, correct? Mm-hmm. On my okay. next turn, I'll show you where the magic happens. Hey-o! Um, I don't know why I immediately put a dirty joke. I just did. I'm sorry. Apologies to everyone, including my No, mother. I'm a spellcasting class. Like, get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Sims and Dragons. Like, what? It's magic. Um... That brings us to the final wolf. We're down to three wolf wolves. One has been banished. One has been sacred flamed. Uh, so this wolf wolf is going to try and bite attack Igor. Leave my rolled... son alone. <laughs> oh, it rolled a 14. So it straight up runs up to Igor. Uh, Igor is preoccupied trying to make sure nothing happens to the house. And it gets him right in the calf and does way too much damage. Uh, it does a good amount of damage to Igor. Girl, you did not just hurt Igor. Can we reassess the killing no. them? King? We're killing them. And Igor is going, his butt is scratch! Igor be fine! His butt is scratch! As he's like starting to profusely bleed. 
Jordan, uh, give yourself an inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, I appreciate you recognizing that. Uh, Beulah, you're up. <laughs> I'm really mad about this because I can't keep this house clean alone. Not with Dish constantly blowing stuff up and Dr. Kevin Smith and all the nasty people he drags in here. So, what? well, you be quiet. So I, I, I take my dog, Jacob, take out the trash <laughs> and I drag the dirty dog that bit Igor to the door. And while he's dragging him, I pull out my dagger and throw it straight for his butt because let my dagger hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> Give me some rolls, please. I'm rolling from my dog first. Math. Seven, eight, nine. 11 from my dog. 16 for me. That's 27. Right. Yeah, this wolf is not dead, but is very much injured. Um, Dish, you're up. I'm really quite fond of Igor, and I'm not, I'm not happy. He's bleeding quite a lot, and I'm sort of just meant to kill, so I can't do anything about that. Can do something about the werewolf, though. Uh, Dish reaches up to like where the sights are on top of her crossbow and kind of unslots something. It is a small whistle that she's going to put in her mouth. She's going to cast Shatter. They have to make a con save of 14 as she blows a dog whistle. Or um, they are going to take 3d8 thunder damage. I'm actually going to do this for because we're in such close range that it would affect all three wolves that are available. Werewolves. Um, Sick. So, how, what was it? Uh, con 14 save. Oh, God. Okay, so only one of them saved. Um, geez, Louise. And then 3d8, right? So, uh, the two that don't save are going to take 10, and then the... I rolled really low. And then the one that saved is going to take 5. Okay, so... Uh... All right, werewolves are worse for wear, y'all. Uh, Batty, you're up. Um, I heard Dr. Kevin Smith's uh, plea for us to not kill him. And for some reason today, I felt like uh, listening to that. So I'm going to turn and assess the situation and see which one's closest to death. Can I tell by uh, my untrained yeah. eye? The one that... um. The one that Beulah's dog has in its jowls is the closest to death. What's the second one? Because that would be weird. <laughs> mm -hmm. The the other two are uh, in the main foyer. One of them is fight as kind of facing Beulah. Uh, the other one's just kind of crouched down on the ground because that that thunder damage really hurt. Um, the one that attacked. Igor. I imagine he's down on the ground. The one that attacked Igor is the one in the dog's mouth. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I can't do that. Uh, I'm gonna headbutt the one towards the ground. I'm just gonna like headbutt him to make his head smack our nice, fine hardwood floor um, <laughs> hard enough to make him go to sleep. All right, give me give me some rolls. Moses, I think you mean head bat. Head hey. bat. Right. Bam. Head bat. Uh, it's a 13. Oh, yeah, that hits for sure. Um, Seven damage. All right. So this one is laying on the ground. And what we're actually going to say is that you headbutt this werewolf so hard that it does hit the hardwood floor so hard that it actually phases back into human. And it's just laying on the ground, knocked the F out. I'm going to stand over him and say, you got knocked the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Take another inspiration. It's Halloween, I don't care. It's not Halloween, but... It's always Halloween in, in our it's hearts. It's always Halloween yep. in our hearts. Uh, it is Igor's turn. He is he is furious. Um, and he is going to... Let's see. Does he have any good spells? Not for this fight. Uh, he does, just not for now. He is going to just... He's so mad. He hobbles over and he legitimately just slaps the shit out of the wolf that is being held by Beulah's dog. Uh, So disrespectful. For 17 damage. (laughs) (laughs) When I said that Igor is buff from cleaning up this house, I was not joking. Um, Strong. His pimp hand is strong. He slaps the shit out of this wolf, uh, werewolf, and does 17 damage. Uh, and it says, I hope you're ready. Igor hopes you clean up this blood. So much blood on the nice floor. I just polished last week. Uh, and it is now the human that has turned, or the werewolf that phased back into human. Um, he's knocked the fuck out. He is out of commission for this fight. It's over for him. Um, we have one more werewolf that uh, took a lot of thunder damage and is kind of reeling and looks around and just zeroes in on Dr. Kevin Smith. He tries to do a claw attack, but I don't think an 11 does anything. It uh, it, it mildly annoys me because, you know, I'm trying to do good and sometimes you try to do good, but you don't get good back. Uh, yeah. That's life. That's what happens. It's now your turn, Dr. Smith. Um, so I'm like, just a moment. Um, and so the person who was very politely sacred flamed, uh, I cast Spare the Dying. Um, so that now they're stabilized. Um, and then I use my medical insight to, uh, look at the, uh, other one. And can I, can I very quickly glance and see if, like, the one that uh, turned back to human is dying? No, the one that uh, got knocked out and turned back into human is not dying. The one that you have 
saved with your sacred flame is also not dead. They have phased back into a human as well. Wonderful. Um, you had a question because I saw you. Uh, yes, and I was also thinking and yeah. processing as you were talking. This is how <laughs> I think and process. Um, so uh, I uh, walk towards uh, the one uh, that uh, is being uh, uh, attacked by a dog and an uh, Igar, and I bonk the one that just attacked me. Um, and if it wants to try and attack me again as I walk away, who cares? Like, you know, life is too short to worry about these things. Uh, but he does get bonked. Uh, um, that's a 21 to hit, um, which I assume hits. hits. Yep. Um, and then a bonk for five damage. All right. Spiritual bonk for five damage. He is not dead. But, uh... Good. He's tired. <laughs> Ooh, needs to take a little nappy. <laughs> Yola, we're back at your turn. There are two werewolves left. I am real sick of this nastiness in the home. Just gonna say. Um, I really don't want anything close to me, but because we are in the house... I am going to cast Wall of Thorns and the nearby window, a wall of thorns is going to come through and block both of these wolves from proceeding any closer in the house towards us. And if they try to walk through an attack, they get in scratched. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That works. So what I will say happens is that it plays out like you said. You create Wall of Thorns. It creates a wall in the home between your housemates and these werewolves. Um, and we are officially out of combat. We just kind of need to figure out what we're going to do about these two werewolves that are uh, hanging out in your foyer on the other side of the Wall of Thorns. Well, if they'll calm down, I can go get them what they need so this stops happening. Oh, I think I got blue darts. And about uh, just ask for what they need. Things like this wouldn't happen, and they expect Igor and us to clean this up. They've lost their goddamn mind, and once they phase back, I want this house scrubbed of their nasty dog blood from top to bottom. Sorry, I'm just mad. Um, there is one more that will be bonking back from another plane in about like fifth. Seconds? It feels like 15 seconds. Um, but, you know, we should be fine. Also, I cast Cure Wounds on Igor as a third level spell, so for probably like a billion, whatever. Yeah, that's a whole bunch of points. Igor uh, looks down at his leg and he's like, oh, oh, that, that tingles. Uh, and then I cast Mending on his uh, clothing, and I'm like, tailored. <laughs> do one of these things. Uh, and Igor does like a little turn to show off his, his fresh clothing. Uh, Igor, thanks you very much, Dr. Smith. But we must move Clinic out of the house. Like, maybe like build a second secondary shack on the side? Have him come up from the back house? Yes, back house. Also, Igor not building. Igor has done enough this evening. 
I'm gonna put my hand on Igor's shoulder. You have my friend. Um, you want to show me where the mob is? Uh, I'll start cleaning up. Uh, and Igor leads Batty to the supply closet. And at that time, 15 seconds have passed, and we hear like a teleportation noise. Bam! And the banished humanoid uh, reappears on the other side of the wall of thorns. All right. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can mix something up to stop the change or make it so they're not quite so uh, rabid when the chain ha- change happens. And I'll help because I'm a doctor who doesn't have a clinic anymore. Yay. <laughs> Tank. You're diversifying your portfolio. Wait, what were you about to say, Beulah? Oh, nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so Dish and Dr. Smith whip up this Wolfsbane potion. Oh, Cisco. 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 Always. Cisco. The thong, the thong, the boy. The boy. Um, Dish and Dr. Smith whip up some Wolfsbane. They administer it administer it to the werewolves um, who all turn back. And the one who initially uh, came in as a patient looks at Dr. Smith and says, uh, you know, the pack is usually very into this whole thing. It wasn't really my jam, but like, I think y'all have given us a new lease on life and we definitely owe y'all a favor in the future. And the rest of them are very ashamed of their actions this evening and just nod in a very uh, ashamed way. And I look at them and say, I have tummy troubles too. You need to eat green leafy vegetables and drink plenty of water and you'll be okay. And they all uh, wave at you very sheepishly. And as they're walking out of the house, you kind of hear the fem one going, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. As they walk out, Perdition hollers, come back next month, ideally before you change. We'll make you another batch. Just be careful. Uh, and they, they kind of do like the car wave to you, or, like they lift their hand in acknowledgement and keep walking to finish off their evening. Um, are there any other actions you would all like to take at this moment? Um, you know, my spells are wearing off. So I'm just gonna say, thank you for your faithful help, dear Jacob, to my wolf, as he disappears and apparates. And my wall of thorns is gonna you know, start to wither into flower petals because that's pretty. Yeah. Um, It withers into beautiful flower petals. And as you all are starting to think about how much cleaning there is to be done and Igor having the night off, a raven does swoop into the window and it drops a letter for you. It is from the king. Damn it. This goofy. Doesn't he have employees? I would assume that the raven is under his employ. Uh, I know that's not the point of the. Yeah, uh, I see. Technically what, correct. I do. I do yeah, see. Cool. I see how you got there. Oh okay. no, but I, I, I wasn't really listening. That, that's okay. I'm upset about the clinic. That's fine. 
Well, since the king owes us so many favors, maybe we can see about getting you a real brick and mortar clinic. It's just you have a lab and I don't get to have a clinic. So, you know, like, it just feels unequal, which is fine. I'm like, not like mad about it. It just, you know. Are you sure? Because you sound a little mad. Not mad. Why do I be mad? There's a there's a vein in the middle of your forehead that's like doing a thing. That's just my head vein. That's just where my head has veins. It just no, I've never there. seen that before. That's a new vein. It's quite well, prominent. My hair might have been. I maybe my little look. Like, if there's doctor. anything I can do, it to does help look like you. a new vein. It's not a new vein. If there's anything I can do to help you with your clinic, I got you. Thanks. See this. I'm glad that this clinic fostered some camaraderie between us. The rest of you. I still love. Yeah. We'll, we'll help you build a new one. Just calm your debts. They are calm. Same tits I've always had. Regular calm tits. They're not any more angry than they've ever been. Is anyone going to read the letter this raven sent us? Are we saving this to next week? Because I'm tired. <sighs> you know what? I think the king can wait. I think. Let's read it next week. Fuck the king. Let's go to sleep. Stop showing up. Stop sending ravens to my house. <laughs> Bitch, show up to my house once in a while. <laughs> Shoot. I'm going to go back to my book. I'm going to immediately <laughs> so get back everyone, everyone goes back upstairs. And while this may not be a formal confession cam moment, uh, just let me know what you all do before you retire for the evening. Starting with Batty. Um, by this time, I should be on Act Three, Scene One. Ooh. Um, please tell me Batty has very, very little reading glasses. Very, very tiny. Always at the end of his thing. To be or not to be. That is the question. Whether it is noble or in the mind to suffer? The slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them to die to sleep. Uh, <laughs> um, ugh. Well, there goes my snacks. Now I'm just gonna have to eat whatever Igor offers. I swear, you know, this roommate situation, it has its ups and downs, but uh, you know, I will do any and everything possible to make sure uh, Dr. Kevin Smith gets that clinic back. Dish. I'm beginning to wonder if we should see about maybe taking Batty to a library or something. It's been reading Hamlet for weeks now. Maybe, maybe, maybe more Shakespeare or any other. I just, I'm not sure Batty's aware that there are more plays. So, note to self, library for Batty. Or at least, I'm, note to self, leave Batty a new book. Yes. And do figure out something for Dr. Kevin Smith. He's quite sad about the clinic, but... Mostly the other thing. Mostly the library. <laughs> Dr. Smith? Uh, so I've taken, like, the clinic side down and, like, broken it in <laughs> half. I throw it, uh, like, in the, like, uh, 
uh, backyard and I cast Sacred Flame on it. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, in my head, I'm not saying these words, but for some reason you can hear them. To sleep, perchance to dream. Uh, We're in that sleep of death. And I like hold my hands close to the fire and a little flame like nicks me. And I did not realize this about the Sacred Flame because nobody told me uh and so i get like the worst like burn on my hand i'm like are you serious this is the worst day this is the worst day why do i have a spell that can hurt me and the very last thing before the camera goes is igor in his room uh, which we've never seen before. And Igor's room is very lush. He's got a beautiful canopy bed. And he is laying on it with a book. And again, you don't, he's not reading out loud, but somehow you hear the inner monologue and it's, Igor am that merry wanderer of the night. Igor just to Oberon and make him smile. When Igor a fat and bean fed horse beguile, nothing in likeness of a filly foal. And sometime lurk Igor in a gossip's bowl. <laughs> And the camera fades to black, and that is where we end this week. <laughs> uh, we have been Blackness and Dragons, you guys. And one of my favorite things about friendship, particularly in the guise of collaborative storytelling, is that you never know what weird thing you say that your friends are going to latch on to that's going to become a bigger thing. And I never thought that sending you guys to Hamlet would now be like a through line. <laughs> but it's quickly become one of my favorite things that's ever happened. Um, I'm A. Jordan Lambert. I am the DM here at Blackness and Dragons. It is always uh, my favorite thing that I do every week. Weeks when I don't get to do it are not so great. Um, and I'll be completely honest. I have not been having a great few weeks. I have some real hard stuff happened in my personal life and it was great to get away from an hour and hang out with y'all so i appreciate everybody in chat everybody watching this on vod and of course my darling lovely players y'all are the bestest best and i love you so much uh and you know who else loves us all so much kiki that's right when nobody loves you kiki loves you and i'm i'm real on that like i'm always awake and you know you can call me and i'll listen to you cry and if you need help bearing a body I'm pretty good at that too um you know who else is pretty good at things like that DK you are so right Kiki in fact I will be going to a uh, body burying school probably in the spring so way to clock that I'm DK uh I was perdition argent and there was a werewolf fight I'm having a great time it's the best day uh <laughs> You know who probably would have preferred not to have a werewolf fight and instead finish Acts 3, Scene 1 of Hamlet? Moses, and by extension, Batty. Um, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, he was definitely was very into it. Um, and admittedly, I might have read this part several times already. Uh, I'm Moses. Um, I can also help you bury body. I have uh, experience, so, you know. Hit up a professional. You know who's not a professional body barrier? Jeff? Uh, no, because um, I have, like, when I feel anger, 
you know, uh, I have an easy solution for it because we all have stressful weeks. And what you do is when you feel that stress, when you feel that anger, you push it deep, deep down. And it burns inside of you. And you know what you do with that burn? You let it fuel you. You let it fuel you. So everyone who ever doubted you can't doubt you anymore because you're looking down on them like the little ants that they are. So just take that if you're ever feeling down and just know that tomorrow's another day. Back to you, Jordan. This <laughs> dude. <laughs> Um, our schedule is going to be a little weird for the next couple of weeks. Two times is dark next week. We'll play the week after. Then the week after that is Thanksgiving. So the holidays are going to make us a little crazy around here. So keep an eye on our Twitter if you're ever wondering whether or not we're streaming on Tuesdays because we usually send a reminder tweet on Tuesday mornings. Um, otherwise, we will see you in two weeks. Bye.